Punchboard Media, where we all bring something to the table. Pull up a chair at punchboardmedia.com. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Gumbo Live. Here's your host, BJ from Board Game Gumbo. Hey, board gamers. BJ from Board Game Gumbo here, back with another episode of Gumbo Live. It's episode number 99. That's right, only 901 episodes until we hit the magic 1,000. Gumbo Live, the number one Facebook Live talk show dedicated to board gaming. That's not really true anymore, but that's all right. Our special guest tonight, Stephen Bonacore, the pod father himself, will tell you why we're not the number one Facebook Live show anymore, thanks to Stephen Bonacore. Board Game Gumbo, a proud member of Punchboard Media. Check out some of our other fine members like Lindsay and Aaron. You remember them from Boards Alive? They've got a new podcast all about classic movies and TV that they haven't seen, but their guests have. Yes, that's the twist. They talk about classic, cult classic games, uh, cult classic movies and shows. Are the guests' beloved shows still relevant? Let's find out on cult classic callback. Uh, Punchboard Media, where we all bring something to the table. Steven's typing stuff on the on the show notes that making me laugh here. Hit me up on social media on Twitter or on Facebook on Facebook.com or at Board Game Gumbo, and we'll be looking for your questions in the chat. And you're killing me, Stephen Bonacore, our guest. Welcome back to the show, Bonacore. How you doing, BJ? It's great being here. Absolutely great. And I have a beer yeah. here, beer here with your name on it. A great IPA from Florida called High Lie. Tell us about it. High Lie, an IPA, you said? High PA from Cigar City Brewing Company in Tampa. That's not really close to where I live, but this is a great Florida beer. So, And I'm bringing in a Stronghold Tavern glass. Ah, the Stronghold Tavern glass. Ding, ding, every time we get that word, Stronghold. Ding, it's, ding. I like, it, I like it. Yes, episode 100 next week. You're yeah. always welcome to come what? in. And I and I wasn't invited to be on the hundredth episode. I'm only on the 99th episode. I've got an idea. Oh, I'll come back again. Remember that generous offer next week? We could give away your <laughs> War of the Rings special edition. Lord yeah, I'm I'm busy. I'm too busy to be on. I I, I can't. I got something to do. I got I got to be there over somewhere. So. Oh, the chat would love that. Hey, so we talked with the name father earlier, Steve O'Rourke. He's checking in. He says hello, BJ and Stephen. Gonna have a good show today and talk about some games. Let's get right yeah. to one of the things I want to talk about. Look. You can see it on the screen. We're on day 31 of the quarantine. I don't know if you know this, Stephen. I'm an extrovert, and this is killing me. You are, really? Yeah. You and me, brother. You and yeah. me. It's it's absolutely crazy being cooped up here. Um, but it's, uh, you know, it's something we have to do. You know, you, you got you to gotta grin, bear it, and uh, we'll all get through this. We will get through this. I have a very positive attitude about, about everything and humanity in general and, you know, with everyone's help together. We will we will get through this and we'll come out on the other side better than we are, better than we were. One of the things that I loved is that you're doing this happy hour at the stronghold. <laughs> one of the reasons we were knocked off our perch as the number one Facebook live show <laughs> is because you are just killing it with a happy hour at the stronghold. Where did the idea come from and how did you guys implement it? Yeah, I, no, it literally just was a, a thing that I thought about. Uh, yeah, people need to keep connection. I wanted to be keep connection with people. I mean, as of right now, 
Um, I have four trips have been canceled already. Four convention appearances have been canceled. Another one coming up. Uh, another one after that. By the time this is all over, I'm, you know, of the things that have already been canceled or obviously will be canceled, I'm going to have nine canceled trips between now and the and June and the end of June, which is crazy. And I feel like I, I wanted to be out there with people and I wanted to give people something to do as well. So just thought about, well, why don't I just do a happy hour? Like, we'll just try it. So my girlfriend and I basically said, yeah, let's throw it up there. And we'll see what happens. So actually, I brought my computer here, which is my, my game room, as you can see. Normally, my computer is up in my office, but it's been down here now for the past, like, four weeks. Uh, and since I've been, uh, been doing happy hour at the Stronghold. And by the way, that's every Thursday night at 7 p.m. Eastern uh, and every Sunday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern. And the earlier time on Sunday night is to help the Europeans show up. And we've had people from all over the world show up. We get about 50 uh, or more people that do show up on each one of these. Um, you know, a, a Zoom meeting with, you know, the whole little Brady Bunch screen going on. They have several pages of screens I got to page through. Um, and we've had people from uh, Germany, the Netherlands, England, uh, from, from uh, New Zealand. My friend Amanda Milney, who runs Schmil shill mill games and who um, we did australia with australia so um it's it's been fun it's simply about getting people together talk through any issues people are having we keep it light we keep it fun i do the first few minutes just pure like comedy just silly things i give the i give the toilet paper report from south florida <laughs> i love that and and this is this is what the, this is what's going on down here <laughs> there is no toilet paper to be found and and seeing this every every couple of days is really starting to piss me off. So you're, that, you're down to just getting the little strips. <laughs> you got yeah. to be careful with that. It's, it's crazy. Anyway, so I'm actually going out tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. 8 a.m. I'm going to be at the store trying to find toilet paper. Trying to find some. I feel like I'm in communist Russia here. This is crazy. Aurora anyway. says, happy hour of the stronghold. A great idea. Can Ignacy join with tea? And, you know, our friend Marty from Rolling Dice and Taking Names, he was there with some tea, right? You don't. He have was. You don't have to be drinking. Um, a lot of people just show up with a glass of water or just themselves. And we just talk. I guess I say I do a couple of minutes of just a couple of, like, pre-planned uh, funny things like my toilet paper report, stuff like that. And then, and then I, we, we talk about ideas that you might have of things to do while you're in, in quarantine, um, things to plan for the future. I like that one. We, once we talked about things like um, that, you know, we have a, we have a, um, a wish jar. So uh, my girlfriend and I, we take notes and we, we, we write down a little wish we're going to have for what we're going to do after the quarantine we fold it up and we put it in there when this is over we'll open them up we'll say hey let's do this one today hey let's do this just something that like, you're going to look forward to that sure. and it's a positive thing for people to do while they're in this very odd situation i was i actually uh, joined with you guys uh two or three episodes ago i had an abita at a, I bought yes. an abita beer um we got a uh, Mitchell checking in. He says, "Will Stephen still be at Sobo?" Stephen, putting you on the spot there. Mitchell is just kind of twisting it. What do you think? This year in September, right? Yeah, yeah. So as right, so as as Mitchell probably knows, I was a very special guest of honor. Very special yeah. guest of honor, and that is one of the trips, obviously, that has been canceled. Um, I cannot make it in September because, well. At this moment, I cannot make it, but who knows what's going to happen because I'm on. Uh, 
Look at that. He looks good. <laughs> I'm on the BGG at sea cruise cruise, which is actually an epic cruise. It's it's going from um, from Vancouver, Canada, uh, Trans Pacific, and stopping in four ports in Japan. Wow. So this is a 15 night cruise plus a few extra nights we're going to spend in Japan. When's the next time I'm going to be in Tokyo? Spend right, a few extra right. time. So it's like a three week extravaganza. So for that reason, I, I sadly I can't make it. But if you guys would like to have me back next year, we can talk about that. It'll be We're going to talk about it off the air. Absolutely, buddy. Stephanie Absolutely. and Maynard are checking in, and they say, "Hey, hey, Stephen. Hey, 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 Stephanie." <laughs> and that's right, Mitchell. Very special guest of honor. But we'll we'll work on trying to get you back. And you never know. Maybe in September we'll see. But yes. If we can make it, Southern Board Game Fest is going to happen. Number Our third episode will happen this fall, September 11th. We were supposed to be with our friend, the very special guest of honor, Stephen Bonacore, a couple of weeks ago. That's why I wore the shirt, the shirt yeah. tonight. So and I, and I was really looking forward to it because you guys are really rolling out the red carpet. I mean, I don't need special treatment, but I, but I love hanging out with fans and friends, and it's great seeing you. And we were going to have a, a oh, special beer event and things like that. It was going to be a lot of fun. So um, I'm sad that it's not happening, but um, I'm, I'm going to be there with you in spirit in September if I can't actually be there. BJ from Board Game Gumbo. I've got my guest here, Stephen Bonacore, the president of Stronghold Games and Indie Game Studios. And you talked about things to do during the quarantine. We're in day 31. I've got a picture of a screen of a game I've always wanted to try. My friend okay. Jambalaya plays games. Jeremy Howard has been knocking on my head to try this game, and I awesome. finally got a chance to play it. I found out it's actually a pretty good solo game, <laughs> The Pursuit of Happiness. And you've got some news about The Pursuit of Happiness. I do. Well, right, we released The Pursuit of Happiness. I... I think it was in 2018 and then we had games it's with um it's with uh artipia 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 yeah oh confused me there yeah so it's a partnership with artipia games um we do we do a bunch of games with them we do among the stars with them we do we do several um uh games with them uh and a lot of people call um uh the pursuit of happiness um the game of life done right because sure. in the pursuit of happiness, not that the mechanics are the same, they're completely different, but in the pursuit of happiness, you're going to the, the like the tagline is you're going to live the life you always dreamed. So in the beginning of the game, you, you have a, you have a carrot, you have a person, you are a person, and then you can get a relationship with someone else. You can have a relationship with multiple people, but then your life gets more complicated. Mm-hmm. So your happiness might, might sw- be more swingy with that. You might get a job. You might go to school and you do all these things. You have recreational activities and you do all these things and you're scoring victory points. Obviously. So it is a Euro game, but it's a game that you can customize the life that you wanted to lead. Now, obviously you're going to do so to win the game, but um, you're going to have a story to tell when it's over. We did an expansion last year called Community Deck. Um, community. Now that would influence your life. And the next one, which was supposed to come out this month, April 2020, mm-hmm. has yeah. been postponed due to coronavirus. Um, all basically, almost everybody's releases have been postponed. So that's called Experiences, Pursuit of Happiness Experiences. Um, mm-hmm. Look for it later this year, mid year, I would hope, once everything opens up again. You know what I was hoping for? And exactly what you said. I was hoping for the story element where I would actually make choices, not necessarily because they helped me, but just because they advanced the story. And that actually happened. The first time I played, I didn't do very well, but I was playing while, while Jambalaya was doing a live stream. 
stream of it. He was doing one of his solo Sundays. So I fired it up again. And this time I was like a research scientist who waited till he was older to finally meet the girl of his dreams and start a family. At that point, I was retired and I decided to have a giant successful board game collection. No. <laughs> yeah. And, I, and you know what? I won the game, but I had great. fun making this big story about the way my life led. And so yeah. I got to admit, you guys did a good job with Pursuit of Happiness. Really it's, cool it's really good. It's really colorful. The art is a, is a, is a fun cartoony thing. So it, you know, it, it really, it really does work. We really, uh, we really enjoy it. BJ from Morgan Gomo, I've got my guest here, Stephen Bonacore from Stronghold Games and Indie Game Studios. And I've got some, oh, you can't really see them up here on the wall. Let me, if I solo in, I'll get those in. You've got, you got the, you had the year basically of the rolling right <laughs> last year. We had they, six. they were everywhere. We had six rolling rights or flipping rights uh, last year, uh, including the, the, obviously the biggest one was uh, That's Pretty Clever, also known as Gan Shun Clever. The follow-up to that was twice as clever, known as doppelt, so clever in German. But the one you're showing right there, Dizzle, is probably my favorite of all of them because it's light enough that you can basically play it with anybody. Maybe not any anybody, but you can play it with just about anybody. But it's also, it scales so nicely because you're showing like the beginner's sheet there, the level one sheet. But then once, and that's the scoring for the level one sheet, but then you can play on level two or three or four. Once you get up to four, it's brain burning to figure out how I'm going to draft the dice to get to the right locations on my sheet to cross off the right things to then score the right points. So I really, really like Dizzle a lot. It's I'm done, it's done very well. There. I love rolling rights. I'm going to tell you, Bonacore has a hit with this Dizzle thing. The, I've played a lot of rolling rights, and they, they all sort of feel – sometimes they sort of feel kind of the same – this thing has two twists, Stephen, that just knocked my socks off. The first thing, it's remember that old game Snake, where you would the snake would go around on your computer screen and you didn't want to, you know, Tron laser get stuck in the corner. You can't get stuck this in this one. Yeah. You want to get stuck because you bounce out to the other side of the table. That is so cool. I love that. Yep. And then one of my favorite mechanics is push your luck. And the designer threw in this push your luck element where Oh, I need just one. Let me just roll the dice one more time. You know that if you miss the dice, you're going to take dice off your board. But it's you know that you got four dice. You're going to roll a three with one of those four (laughs) dice, right? It's got to work. It's got to work. work. And and you don't have to do the push your luck thing. You could just say like, oh, I can't do it. I'll just I'll just sit out. I won't do it. So you don't need it. But you do it. You do it intelligently, like you just said. I have four dice to roll, and I need a. I need a, the number one on on those four dice. So the odds are way in your favor. I would. I would do that. You do it. Usually you'll succeed, but mm, you might not. Screwed. Got to lose a die. But then you're still back in it because the dice, if they come back to you, you're back in it to take again. So it works out well. Dizzle, I'm telling you, people that haven't played this need to check out Dizzle. Um, there, you've got a lot of great rolling rights, and I'm not, I'm not dissing any of them, but mm-hmm. I think Dizzle is just a little bit above uh, some of the other rolling rights that I've played from other companies. Dizzle is one I, I think I could teach it to anybody, and yet, like you said, you get to that third and fourth level, you still get a challenge. So now, you said you, you even mentioned Ripple Rush, which is right. not out yet, which is also supposed to come out, and you played Ripple Rush? I'm surprised I, you played that. I did. I played Ripple Rush. It was going to be one of the featured games at Southern Board Game Fest. We had. Oh, that's right. I sent it to you I, because we had some me. advanced copies. That's right. Well, let me. So, if you don't mind, let me throw up a little image and we can talk about sure. Ripple Rush. Yeah. Really quickly, Ripple Rush is 
Simple, simple, simple. It's a flip and write. Everyone is going to simultaneously flip cards over, and then you're going to take them. Like on the screen, you're showing a green seven. You're going to write a seven in the green column. And you have to write these numbers uh, so that they are um, they are they go they go in ascending order from the bottom to the top. They don't have to be exactly next to each other. Like the seven right. doesn't have to then come after an eight, nine, ten. You have to be like that. But the seven then on top of that one, you've got to have a higher number. So at some point you'll you'll turn a card over and you can't use it. Everybody else gets to use your card. But same thing, if they can't use it, you get to use their their number in addition to your number. So you're starting to write these things and you're putting them all over. And at the end, you're going to score for the biggest runs in each column. Plus, you're going to get um, bonuses for certain uh, certain ones of the um, the rows that are uh, that are filled in completely. And there are other bonuses that can be scored as well. Very like simple, it, it, ten yeah. minute game. If you're a fan of Ganshan Clever, you're going to recognize those little bonuses. If you get all four of those in, a, in that row, you're going to get to place a yellow number somewhere on the sheet. Exactly. So you're going to recognize those little. And and by the way, that could also lead you to get another bonus if you place them in the right places. You can actually chain up two or three bonuses. So yeah, Ripple Rush, a fun little. You know, Steve, the name father, calls them tapas games or filler games where you just tapas. something to start. Like the, yeah, a little tapas game. Yeah. It takes ten or fifteen minutes. You can teach anybody. And that's Ripper Rush. Really, really cute little game. And I'm going to give you something because you know you always drag something out of me on these shows oh, that I have ooh. not announced anywhere else. Yeah, I know. You're always reeling in the fish. Well, this is not, you know, it's, it's, this um, a gumbo rip, scoop. Ripple Rush is going to be, it was going to be, it will, still will be the number seven, the seventh game um, in the, in the Rolling Rights, in that same box size, seventh game in the Rolling Right line. We are going to be doing another one called, and this is a, this has not been done before. That's no, we've already done encore. <laughs> this is going to be done without without partner Schmidt Spieler. Uh, normally, they do the game and then we license it afterwards. Right. But they invited us to come and do it with them on first printing, and it's it's called in German Gonen Konen. Yeah, but that's not a good English word. Okay. So in English, it's going to be it's going to be divvy dice. And in divvy. divvy in Divi Dice, you're going to be uh, buying cards from the center um, uh, market and drafting them and putting them in like a tableau, a three-by-three three grid in front of you. And those okay. things will be bonuses that you can get in dice rolls, and they will also be scoring cards. You'll be able to roll dice and use the dice to do the scoring on the different cards. Um, and if you ever need to re-roll everybody else can use the dice that you re-roll as well. So everybody's engaged, and you will have to re-roll, everybody's engaged in the game at all times. So watch for that probably at this point, a late third quarter release uh, because of what's going on right now. And that is Divi Dice? Divi Dice or Onboard Game Geek already entered as Gunnen Conan, G-O-N-N-E-N-K-O-N-N-E-N. And that's the Roll and Write Report from Stephen Bonacor of Stronghold Games. Absolutely. BJ from Morgan Gumbo, I've got my guest here, Stephen Bonacor of Stronghold Games and Indie Game Studios. And there's a game I want to talk about. I have not played this since the 90s, but man, you cannot go on social media without seeing people talk about Jackbox. The old, it's a, it's a new interpretation of the old you-don't-know-Jack game. And apparently, Stephen, you've been playing it. No, I've been playing it um, 
like every Saturday night. So, you know, Zoom is the thing right now, right? You want to be sure. social. You and me got to be with people. We got to see people. We want to do things like this so we can actually like look people in the eye and talk right. to them. So every Saturday night um, since the quarantine, uh, my friends from New Jersey and I, we've been getting together and we've been playing various things. Um Code names is really easy. And everyone's got a copy too, which makes it even easier. Right? Almost everyone's got a copy. If you don't have a copy of code names, you have to have a copy of code names. Um, so we've been playing code names, but we've also been playing the Jackbox games. Um, and there's a whole slew of them. They come in party packs. So you can like buy one pack or several packs. You're showing, I don't know which pack, <clears throat> party pack you're showing. The party showing pack. One? The party pack. It's probably one of the earlier ones. The probably party pack one. Um, and each one of those games is like a different a different style of game. Some are like create words, some are little drawing games that you could do. Um, so the game is played on a computer, but then everybody else uses their, their phone or, or iPad or whatever they have, or, you know, tablet, and you'll select the things on there. So if it's a multiple choice, it, you'll, it'll come up and you'll say, okay, I want that. Or sometimes you, you, know, you have to type in a word and stuff like that. So it's so much fun. It's, it's a, it's a great, combination use of technology and social interaction and now it's like a double layered it's a triple layered technology somebody's playing on the computer they're putting that on zoom number two technology and you're all basically using your phone or your tablet to play the game and interact and then all of those all that information goes back to the main computer and shows the the results really 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 good um, I don't remember which party pack is like the one that we like the best. I can find out and you can put that in your show notes later on or something like that. But sure. they're all pretty darn good. Each party pack has got a couple of games that are very worth it. Um, so we just kind of like go through them and play different ones. We're doing that with Punchboard Media. I missed the first one, but we're going to set up a second. We're going to do a Punchboard Media Jackbox, and that sounds fun. But uh, Thomas has a question. Are you going to do a rock and roll and ride again at Gen Con this year? If, if we, we have that in the show notes to talk about later, but we could talk about it now. What's your predictions for Gen Con this year? <sighs> put on your put on your prognosticator so, hat. I have been like the most optimistic person you have this been. entire time. I keep, I mean, in general, just in general, I'm like, oh, we're gonna get through this. Everything's gonna be okay. We're gonna we're gonna work together and. Everything will be fine, and the financial situation will get better. Um, um, conventions, um, so they've been canceled and canceled and canceled. So BG this just this week, um, uh, a couple a day ago or end of last week, BGG Spring was canceled. I'm expecting Geekway to be canceled. That's the next one right before right. Origins. Origins was moved, so you can call it canceled, but it was postponed until October. October, right? Yeah. I'm assuming not near Essen, though, right? It's going to be. Uh, it'll Essen. be two weeks before Essen. It'll be a little oh. difficult, but so then we have Dice Tower East. <clears throat> I'm. It's the week of July fourth. It's the week of July fourth. I'm somewhat expecting it to be Man. canceled, but oh. but maybe not because it's it's smaller and if Florida allows them to do it, so who knows? I mean, if you really had to ask me and. It's okay not to be 100% positive all the time. Absolutely. My guess is that they're going to cancel Gen Con because it's at 60,000 people um, to to have the probably the liability of doing it is probably the, the biggest thing for them. Um, if they have it, I will be there. I mean, right. I mean, to the extent that I can travel, sure. I want to be there. I want to see everybody. And yes, we were planning on a 
an event. Um, I might as well not even talk about it yet. And it, it has a little bit of, well, it has a Roland right involved. <laughs> Let's put it that way. But um, it wasn't, it wasn't necessarily going to have singing in it. Like I did last Elton year. John, right. Okay. Elton John, a was there. Right. Yes. Elton John, a That's right. Yeah. So we'll see. So yeah, you know, I, I, one thing, I don't know if it was on uh, board games inside or not, by the way, for the show, if you haven't listened to board games inside with uh, Steven Bonacore and Ignacy Trevichek, you got to check it out. It's a, it's a fantastic podcast. You guys are Thank spinning you. out a lot of, for after having all the time when there was a, it com- some episodes you missed, you guys have been really consistent lately. I mean, just pumping them out every week. And nothing better to do now. Oh, yeah, <laughs> what I was going to say no, is I don't. We've I don't been doing it. We've been doing consistently um, um, once a week now for for quite some time. We have, okay. we do occasionally have to miss some weeks, but right now, yeah, we've been week after week after week after week. We put out one. It's a forty minute show. Basically, we talk about what's happening in the companies, news of the industry, and obviously, there's a lot of news. And we've been going through what had the effects of coronaviruses on the industry. Take questions from the audience. And then, like, you know, tell people how to, like, talk to us and things like that. So we, we, we have a great time doing it. I don't remember if it was your show or another show, but somebody was talking on one of the podcasts about the impact that Gen Con has in Indy. Now, we're not talking about the Super Bowl, of course. But other than the Super Bowl, you know, the, the non-sports type thing, Gen Con is the number one hotel gener- uh, revenue generator for Indianapolis. It's that big of an amp- impact. For people that have never been who think it might be just like their local convention, it's not. It's, oh, it's, it's overwhelming. You know? it, is, it, it, it is sort of an overwhelming experience uh, to be at Gen Con. Um, I've never heard the exact impact on the city, though I do know it generates a lot of revenue for the city when every hotel room in the entire city is taken up when every restaurant every seat is filled you got to know it's got a very big impact um so i'm uh, i'm assuming that it's well everything is a big economic impact of what's going on right now so them not being able to throw it i'm sure is not going to be good for indianapolis it's okay. not going to be good for board Thomas- gamers Thomas wants a duet with Sam Healy, so I guess he'll have to wait for that for that announcement till later. I would be privileged. <laughs> I would be honored to do a duet with Sam Healy because Sam Healy has a voice. You look at him; he doesn't look. I don't know, like he can. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Singers have a certain look. He does not have that look. He has a voice from heaven. He really does. He He's is a good his singer. voice is. And- Gorgeous. So he's got the persona that we see on the videos, but you've met him personally. He is the biggest teddy bear in person. Oh, he's a complete is teddy a bear. Wonderful person to meet in person. He is he's an so- absolute cuddly teddy bear, wonderful guy. Yeah, he has a hard edge, I guess. So <laughs> I've been reviewed, but no, he's the nicest guy. I mean, Tom Vassell sucks, but he is the <laughs> nicest guy. Sam, no, I'm kidding. I love Tom. I'm kidding, but uh, no. The, the whole, all the, all the people on the on the Dice Star Network are wonderful. I miss Sam. Um, Sam uh, is Kiki D, and you is Elton Jonacor. <laughs> so go breaking my heart. I won't go breaking. Nice, nice. <laughs> BJ from Board Game Gumbo. I've got my guest here, Stephen Bonacore, and we've been talking about games, and I, I want to know how he's done this during the. Day 31 of quarantine, he's been able to play games like Code Names somehow electronically with other people. How are you doing this, Stephen? Oh, so one person. Um, this is not uh, a picture of Bonico, by the way. This is a picture of my family at Christmas time playing. Uh, yeah, I'm playing, not in that uh, picture. Code Names, no. no. No, yeah. I mean, Code Names is actually pretty, pretty easy. Again, especially if you have the game here in, in, in your locale. But even at that, you don't have to. So, I mean, 
one person will have the, you know, the, the tableau um, at their location and they will keep a, a camera pointed at that. And then every, they, they will zoom that to everybody else. So they can, they'll show that, share that screen uh, to, with everybody else. So, so right here, you would just see all 25 words. And then the only thing you have to have the clue givers have the special, whatever the spy master card, you know, you have to have that card. Now, if you didn't have it at your residence, well, somebody could take a picture of a whole bunch of them, take the picture, send it to that person. And then you say, okay, well, we're going to use, you just choose the one you're going to use. And you and the, the red team member, the blue team member, make sure that they, they're using the same one. And then you start giving clues. Now we were using the spy masters were both in the same location. So my girlfriend and I were the spy master at the same time. And then it went over to somebody else's house. They were the spy master, but the one person always had the, um, all the clues and they showed that for everybody else. I thought it was actually worked out really well. I'm going to have to try that. That's, that sounds interesting. Codename's a, a great game. I've played it you know, 20 or 30 times. Yeah, and but I haven't played it electronically. It sounds it's fun. like It's like infinitely scalable too, right? I mean, and, and like, sure. And with a Zoom connection, right? Now you have, you can have 50 people looking at that board on their screen, like, uh, and then just talking about it and talking about it. And they're saying, like, okay, we're touching, and somebody has to do, we're touching, you know, alligator. And then, then the spy master can say, it turns up green or, you know, whatever, blue or red or whatever it is. Or it's now, the assassin. A game that I don't think would scale up as well is a game that you have done, Democker. <laughs> <laughs> and there's other games like Democker that, boy, I wish someday they would just bring back. I'm just not sure that they would be so good. You're setting up a softball pitch here for me to like go, right? Softball pitch. <laughs> here, so. here it comes. Here it comes. So are there any other games like Democker that we could expect to come out from that? You know, that just, we just haven't seen any. It's the time of coronavirus and quarantine, and we want to bring out those old classics and play them around the table. Do, do you have anything like that that we well, can talk about? Well, it's not good that you've said, and this is sort of the first time it's been mentioned because it won't be mentioned until tomorrow on Board Games Insider. Ooh, we got a uh, scoop. So this is another scoop. I keep giving you scoops. So um, um, on either April 21st, which is a week from today, or the 28th, probably the 28th, because was timing and we're trying to get, get, it, um, get everything ready for it, we're going to be kickstarting a game called Tribune. Now, um, I don't know how many people know about it, but I, but a good number should know about it because it, it became a grail game for many people. First of all, number one, it's by the same designer as Demacher, Karl Heinschmiel, who know, he's known as Kale to his friends and on the box. Um, and Tribune uh, was produced uh, initially in 2007 by a small company, you might have heard of them, called fantasy flight games now 2007 now that predates even stronghold games i, I was just a gamer back then right but i bought the game <coughs> excuse me and it was just fantastic but the really the the odd thing about this game for, and for being a fantasy flight game it's a euro it is a euro completely there's no conflict it's a it's auction bidding card drafting Set collection, you have to manage your hand and worker placement. So it's all those things. Euro that would the go, Euro game. Yeah, it's all those things that would go into a to an absolute Euro game. And it's set, of course, in ancient Rome, the Tribune of Rome. In fact, it's called Tribune Primus Inter Pares, if you want to look it up on board game. But everyone just calls it Tribune. The other parts is the subtitle. Um, so and where you we, actually own this game? 
I do. It's somewhere in this in this mess of a collection that I have. Not, <laughs> ever since I moved to Florida, I did not reestablish like the order of this collection, but it is here. But the expansion is not here, so we are. And the expansion was extremely hard to find, so we are re-releasing it um, with the expansion, and we are kickstarting it on April twenty-first to the twenty-eighth. In that time, with our good friends at Spielworks, Uli Blenemann, who is a great friend of mine, we did Spielworks. You say we did Demacher with them um, uh, last year, and now we're going to be doing uh, Tribune with them. Uh, for for this next Kickstarter, and we're really excited about bringing this game back because again, it was a a minor Grail game, or it's certainly a Grail game for some people because they couldn't find it. If you go try to try to find it now, it was going for quite a bit of money. So, yeah, I'm really excited about this one. And that is Tribune coming out this fall on Kickstarter. Coming with- out? No, coming no. out in a week to two weeks on Kickstarter, man. Oh, it must coming be out a, right now. Must be a different game I'm thinking about in the fall that we'll oh, maybe, talk so about, you maybe want- we'll talk about later. <laughs> You want me to talk about that now? <clears> hmm. <throat> talk about it now. Uh, let, <laughs> let me let me just wait a second on that right. if you don't mind. All so, right. uh, so uh, that is coming out soon. You said Tribune. Tribune get the right on Kickstarter by the end of April. Uh, watch for that from us. Very nice. We'll be we'll be doing that. BJ from Morgan Gumbo. I've got my guest here. Stephen Bonacore, the president of Stronghold Games and Indie Game Studios, who's been doing his happy hours at the Stronghold. You know, we talked about it earlier in the show. Let's make sure everybody knows. It. Oh, look, there's our buddy Jambalaya checking in. What's up, Jambalaya? Jambalaya. He says, what? what? That's a top 10 game for him. He's super awesome. excited by that. Yep. Awesome. And anybody, Love, Jeremy. To, anybody that wants to check that out, uh, you can go right to Board Game Geek and see the information on it, and we'll see what's coming up. You know how long it took him to find that game? And he overpaid. He should have waited. Bonacore brings the heat. You should have waited. Bring it for you, Jambalaya. Bring it for you. Yeah, so for those just joining the show, you do happy hour at the Stronghold. When, when do you do those uh, happy hours? Because they're just a yeah. blast. Yeah, so Thursday Thursday night at 7 p.m. Eastern time and Sunday late afternoon, 4 p.m. Eastern time. That one helps the Europeans kind of show up. And all it is, it's it's just a relaxed, let's talk, talk about things going on reassure each other that the world's going to be okay do a little comedy have a drink if you'd like to have a drink but um it's just about just hanging out it was over 40 minutes twice a week uh and it's been great people are just like i saying this has been so much fun to just reconnect with people that i don't see so a lot of people from the gathering of friends are showing up that's one of the conventions that were canceled, of course. Uh, sure. People, people that I know just from all over the world are showing up. So it's just, it's just fun to be talking with people in this very stressful time and hanging out and re- yeah, reassuring each other. It's forced me to do this disclaimer at the top of the show that we're not the number one Facebook Live talk show anymore because you're the face, the number one Facebook Live board game show. So I don't congr- think so. Congratulations. I'm sure you have more people than you have more listeners than me. I guarantee it. <laughs> well, congratulations. So, Thank you. Board game gumbo. I've got my guest here, Stephen Bonacore from Stronghold Games. There's a game that I got to play and I don't think you've gotten to play and it seems like something that would be up your alley based on, hey, you've played RPGs in the past. You've played Dungeon Dives in the past. I got a picture of it up there gloomhaven which by the way i don't know if you noticed is on kickstarter and has sold as had more than a few pledges which is kind of surprising to me that i have to ask you steven the blow up of Frosthaven on on uh kickstarter isn't that a little bit of a surprise to you considering no. what's going on no this? not in the slightest absolutely not in the slightest i i i don't I mean you never can predict seven it's a seven and a half million right now you can never predict that but i would have said oh this is going to do 
huge, big, tremendous numbers. By the way, that space right right there, you can see a space right up there. Oh, yeah. The, you got an empty the, space. There's an empty space there. That's Gloomhaven, and it's sitting over there on that chair. I pulled it off like three weeks ago, and I still haven't opened it to start learning the rules. I want to learn Gloomhaven you know, in, while I'm hanging out in quarantine. But um, no, has not surprised me in the slightest. First of all, Isaac Childers. Great guy, wonderful man. I am so happy for his success. He should continue doing these great, great projects in this universe. Um, it's um, it's an amazing, amazing feat that he has accomplished with this game, and now with Frosthaven too. So, not not surprising in the slightest for me. What attracts you to Gloomhaven? Um, it you know to me it's uh, it's a kind of a, a role-playing experience, an experienced game. I like experienced games. You know, you have a character, you're going to go out on an adventure. And I role-play everything. I role-play Euro games because, I mean, I just want to be in, inundated with a game. So here I get to involve myself and get really deeply into a game. Now, again, I haven't played scenario one or, or I, right. I, I have I opened the box and said, ooh, and closed it again. I said, I'm too scared of this thing. But I'm gonna get back to it and I'm gonna be and I'm gonna I know I'm gonna love it because it's it's just that experience kind of game that I, I really like. And I do like games of conflict. War of the Ring, of course, as sure. I, as you know. But I so I like conflict and I like combat and stuff like that. So I'm gonna I'm gonna really enjoy it when we um, when we get this thing going. Yeah, and you're and you're an old RPG player, right? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah I now I have now not played in, in in several years. Unfortunately, I lost my group in New Jersey. But even before that, I had stopped playing because I got too busy. Um, I keep saying I will play again, and I think that the sort of this whole thing that we're going through right now and the use of Zoom so so extensively and things like that, I think this is going to kind of spur back me going into another role-playing group, hopefully with mm, my New Jersey nice. friends, if I can. I think it'd be great because, I mean, I want to do it. Um, I really want to try out 5th edition, D&D 5th edition. I mean, I played a crap ton of everything before that. Not not 4th. I never played 4th, but, you know, I never played everything up. Yeah, I don't think – I think basically they they went – You and I are old red box guys, right? AD well, and I did, I certainly, edition. I certainly did that and AD&D and then 3rd and then 3rd and a half and, right. and a little, little Pathfinder. So – that's yeah. D is my jam. Um, so I'm I'm excited to try it out again once I get a group. Together. My son, my son has gotten one of my, my older son has gotten addicted to uh, Dungeons and Dragons. He's now the DM for his little group where he started out just a regular character, and they awesome. they are not giving up. They're using uh they don't use Zoom. They use Discord because they're you know that's the the flavor of, that they like to use. But they're using Discord right. video, and they've been keeping their campaign going two or three nights a week. That's and, awesome. Uh, you know, it's it's I can't believe so many years after. You know, being introduced to the game in seventh grade back in the, uh, you know, late 70s and early 80s, that this game is still going on. And and in my opinion, it seems to be stronger than it ever was. It It's it's not ending. I mean, once you put enough time and effort into constantly improving it and uh, and releasing content for it, um, it's I mean, like Magic the Gathering, right? I mean, these these things are, are great because they've got great people behind them and they keep putting out content uh I, they they will remain those kind of games will remain in the pantheon of games that we will all be knowing and playing for forever. No, Bonacore for people like me and you, the red box does not mean the movie thing. <laughs> the red box is that <laughs> that old original basic Dungeons and Dragons box came with the rule book and yep. a couple of character yeah. sheets and some dice and yeah, the and red box and the blue box. That's right, red box and the blue box. That's it. Yeah, and so uh, you know that's one of the things. I I, th- I think I'm not so sure that Gloomhaven is going to be an RPG in a box like like we 
like we might think it is. But right. I did have fun developing my character, playing yeah. it. Uh, the one of the the ladies that played with us liked it so much that she politely asked me to step out to take her to take my place because she funny. she caught it on a Friday night when I wasn't there and she took my place and after that she's like if you don't mind can I keep with the campaign I said sure so she actually finished out the campaign and that was uh, that was a lot of fun so hopefully That's I, 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 cool. I want to hear your thoughts on on Gloomhaven and see how that is. All right, I, so we got, I will send it to you, I promise. We've been talking about happy stuff all, all show, but you know, I do want to get back to one last summer prediction. We talked about Gen Con, but the big one, the one that you and Ignacy say week after week on Board Games Insider is, is the show of all shows. Nothing against Gen Con. It's just that when it comes to board gaming itself, Essen Spiel is the big one, right? Essen is the biggest show for board gaming in the world. I mean, uh, Gen Con is, is multi genre. Um, Essen is essentially all board games. It is, it is the largest in sheer number of people as well. Um, it is a very different show. If you've ever been to an American show and if you've ever been to, uh, uh, Gen Con in particular, uh, it is one large exhibit hall. No other things going on. There's a little other things going on. But it's one large exhibit hall where everybody's got a fairly big footprint and you play games and with all the different publishers, ones you've never heard of because they're just out in Germany or someplace in Europe or in Asia. You play games with everybody. And then once the thing and, and you buy the games, once it closes up, done. The convention's done at 7 p.m. Nothing is happening. You go back, you go out to dinner at 7 p.m. You have to go get some dinner and you go game at your hotel or you find some places to go. So it's a very different experience. Than That's anything totally we have different from Gen Con. Totally, totally different. We're right at Gen Con and Origins. You can play games in, 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 in various places within the convention center until all, all night. Have dinner, go game back at your hotel but every hotel has got hundreds of gamers there so you're easy to find games going on so um it's really important when you think that last year 1400 new games were released on that day so for the industry and for small publishers for all publishers it's a huge event uh so for it to be canceled is going to be a big thing and again, sadly, if I have to make that sad prediction, it sounds like Germany is going to even get more draconian. They, I heard, they may be canceling the uh, at least for the audience portion. There will be no soccer, or they call it football. Yeah, no soccer. Mostly, so they'll play right. it, and they'll play it all over the country, but no spectators. Europe is crazy for soccer, right? If they're not doing that, they're not going to run. 70 80,000 person conventions it, it's it it doesn't make sense that they would do that let's cross our fingers you know there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of medicine out there that's being uh, that's being developed and if they yep. can, if they can get a treatment for it even though it's not a cure and even yep. though it's not a vaccine if they could get a treatment for it maybe something in the fall will happen and let's cross our fingers yep. that feel still happens and again i am i'm a i'm a hopeless optimistic person we are I, we're positive people i am a very positive person but we're realistic but you got to be realistic. I, I want it to happen. I will be there if it happens. So let's cross our fingers. We have to wish for a lot of things in this world. We have to wish for the economy to recover, for people to recover, for a vaccine. We have to wish for lots of things. And as that happens, if we can have some board game conventions, that would be a great thing too. 
So Topher wants to know, don't you play full games at Essen, you know, normally when you're there? And that, that is the unique thing about the way Essen Spiel yeah. works, right? It actually is. You do play um, uh, full. You play full games often, not always. It depends on the publisher and stuff. So like, like when we showed off Kanban, you're not going to play a full game of Kanban. I mean, a full game first teach of Kanban is going to go over three hours. So you're not going to do that. So we actually had, well, the first time we released it, we had Vital Lacerda there, and he was showing off the game. So he would set the game up in a certain state. He would take you through a few turns. You nice. play a couple more. Done. Thank you very much for playing. But you sit there for about an hour, and we just teach you through the, take you through the game. Um, often, there's, there are tables set up that people can play a full game. We just, you don't always do that. Luke says he is jealous of all those Battlestar Galactic expansions. Yeah. If you know Bonnick or if you've ever drank a beer with him, you would not be surprised that he loves Battlestar Galactica or the game. That, yeah. to me, is right, right up the alley, right? Right over here. So that's Ooh. funny. So a lot of people have um, commented on the happy hour, and uh, <laughs> I was on uh, Tom Vassell's uh, 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 chat with the Dice Tower. He's doing that every night. He's doing yes. a chat with Dice every night at nine o'clock. So I was on one. Why one does he have to do it on Tuesdays? Couldn't he skip Tuesday nights? <laughs> he does it every night. So it's very nice, he and does. it has a similar idea to what I'm doing with Happy Hour. So just, just we're just going to stay positive. We take some questions. We're going to talk and stay positive. It's so a similar kind of thing without without alcohol. So right. so so somebody in his chat said uh, something like. Oh, he's got all the Battlestar Galactica. Like, yeah, so that is the base game and all the expansions. So I, 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 don't, I don't often throw boxes out. I normally just put them all up there. So yeah, I played they are. the base Same game and right one expansion, but boy, you've got some stuff I haven't even played yet. Mm. Mm. It's um, I love, love it. BSG. Battlestar Galactica as a series was one of my favorite science fiction things ever done, and as a game, it's great. But it's you know a three plus hour extravaganza when you play that, especially when you're playing expansions. We, of course, have in the catalog Dark Moon and its expansion Shadow Corp. Now, that's an older game from us now, but, but we still have in the catalog, and it's still selling for us. That's Evan um, Derrick, right? Evan Derrick's game. By the it way. It distills you, Battlestar Galactica into like a 45-minute to an hour experience. Have you played Detective City of Angels yet? I have not played City of Angels. Oh, Steven, it's so good. It's so good. Good. Oh, I, I, when I play it, I think, oh, wow, Bonacore would like this game. Oh, he uh, would like this game. Yeah. I will have to uh, schedule time for that. Yes, yes. Oh, Evan Derrick, that's a talented guy, man. He's talented awesome. Guy. He is awesome, man. I, yeah, he's now with Van Ryder, as you know, I guess. Right, right. He was just right. on his own. I met him at the Gathering of Friends and just a nice guy. He said, I got to play a game with you. I, I love you. I love you. Sure, man. Played a game. We've been friends ever since. And he, we, you you he got time up. for a quick story? You, you've told this before, but not on my show. How did you find what, what some people call BSG light that Evan had, had posted on BGG or something? Is that how you found dark moon? Uh, basically, um, a friend of mine, uh, back in New Jersey said, yeah, they, they, some guy created this thing called BSG express express. And uh, he did, it was a printer play. So he showed it to me. I'm like, ah, this is really cool. I well, we can't. He goes, well, he said, well, you publish it. I'm like, well, we can't with the bsg in it but hmm <laughs> you hmm. could you could strip it all out write a big check <laughs> we could strip it all out and we'll do it without bsg so we we just contacted evan and we started thinking about it and we like you know we'll make it more like alien like is really what it comes down to right right so right. that worked out really well and evan is a great guy to work with uh he's a graphic designer too so he did the graphic design on the game um 
it was fun working with him. He continue. He continues to be a very good friend, and I, I mean, and he, he's doing great job. Great job now as a, a principal over at uh, Van Ryder Games. Thomas wants to know where are you from in New Jersey. He used to live in Morristown. Well, well Thomas, is Morristown, if you, right up there near Montreal, is that right? Montreal. <laughs> what are you talking about? So, first of all, Thomas, if you lived in New Jersey and you live near Morristown, did you not go to Dexcon? And Dreamation, which I'm are sure. the two biggest conventions in like the New York City area. Thomas, shame on you. So he, both he of those, have. both of those conventions are in Morristown. So you should ask him to see, make sure he's well. He's, he's hearing it. So hopefully he'll say it. Because because if he did go to those conventions, he would have met Avi me there. And, that's Avi and Vinny, right? That's right, Vinny and Avi, who who run um uh they they, they run the company called Double Exposure. They got famous or they 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 started double exposure to run conventions they were running as many as four a year and doing great and then they decided to create envoy where they brought publishers gamers conventions and retail stores as a nexus for all that so that we would all hook up gamers would get games of ours go to retail stores or to conventions and they would play the games there <laughs> thomas is guilty as such very bad thomas Go to Dexcon. It's July 4th weekend. All right, BJ from Board Game Go. I've got my guest here, Stephen Bonacore. And you know, this is a board game oh, show. I didn't answer the question. Oh. I was from, so I was, um, I lived half my life Montreal. in Montreal. I lived half my life in Queens, New York, okay. and then half my life uh, in central New Jersey, first in, um, uh, in North Brunswick and then in Somerset. So right around the New Brunswick area. Uh, New Brunswick is where Rutgers is, the main campus of Rutgers. So I was oh. right around that area. The State College of New Jersey. The State College of New Jersey. But I went BJ, to NYU. <laughs> NYU, right. BJ from – oh, no, uh, and, my sister was going to go to NYU. She went to Columbia, but uh, I forgot about that. Oh, 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 excuse me, Columbia. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, right. Ivy League. <laughs> sorry. I was only quasi-Ivy League. <laughs> yeah, sorry. BJ Board Game Gumbo. We, we're talking Ivy League board games here with Stephen Board Game. Stephen Board Game. Stephen Bonacore. That would be a good nickname for you. Stephen Bonacore yeah. from Stronghold Games. We'll go with it's that. It's a board game show. That means we got to do board games. And I've got a I've got a special guest for you. My friend, Verla LeBaron, is going to join us, the board game ambassador. You've actually met her at some of the conventions, but she of does course. some of the games with us. Hello, Verla. Hey, good to see you. We're going to be playing a game that you're hey. familiar with. I can't hear her. Oh, I need can to you hear this. Ah, uh, there you go. Hey there, can you hear me now? <laughs> Sorry about that. I always forget to hit the little uh, the, the microphone button. Nice so, no We're going to be playing a game called Just One, and you've played that before, right, Stephen? Of course. Who hasn't hey, played Just One? Stephen, there's uh, somebody behind you trying to come in. I don't know if somebody's bothering you, is it? Who's no, look. Sure? There's somebody, tra- somebody trying to knock on your door. Oh, wait, it's Jason <laughs> Dinger, the designer of Captains of the Gulf. Oh my God! What a surprise! What is he wearing? I I, I don't know what the heck he's got in his head. <laughs> That's my Lisboa wig. It's his Lisboa <laughs> wig. If you've ever played Lisboa, one of the currencies of the game is wigs. Wigs. And, because and see, since the barber shops are closed, Donna has been graciously cutting my hair, and um, God bless her for doing her best. But I don't have any hats. So I'm wearing my Lisboa wig tonight. Jason, hey, Jason, if you can get it right up on the microphone, we're having a little trouble hearing you. So, Jason, I okay. have, I have Uh-oh. right here. Oh, Steven's got a surprise for you, Some, Jason. Somewhere, I mean, it was, it was right behind me, but it got moved. Uh-oh. I have the wonderful, those wonderful wooden pieces that you gave me, the dice tray and yes. the card racks. And I, I mean, they literally were right up here. I don't know. 
My girl, girl I, don't, I don't know if you know, the, Jason is a woodworker besides the million other things that he's talented at. Basically. Oh, then hold and, on. Oh, he's, he's going to find them. And uh, as, as a courtesy and just as part of who he is, he actually donates a lot of things to, to be who are donating some to the Southern Board Game Fest, for instance, Jason. So for no reason <laughs> other than this guy is like one of the nicest people on the planet. He, it was at Gen Con, right? Yes. At Gen Con, he just comes to me, he goes, Stephen, you ha- I want you to have this. This is a gift. He's like giving, he was like giving the Podfather a gift. This is unbelievable. I mean, I, it's hard to see it, but this is absolutely gorgeous woodwork with this. I'm going to solo so we can get a, get a good look, look go. at that thing. It was absolutely beautiful dice tray plus card racks, plus four card racks. <laughs> the dingers. Highly dingers. lacquered. Highly lacquered wood for them. So, Jason, you're the best, man. It's, this is so nice of you. It's right so usually Ber- right up there. <clears throat> so, Jason, we got Berlin here. Berlin's the board, yeah, board game ambassador. I'm making uh, wooden bitch trays. I'm experimenting with something else now. Oh, what is it? What are you What are you working on, Jason? Jason, can you hear us? We there? Can you hear me? Yeah. Can you hear can me? You hear me? Steven? Yes. Okay. I hear you. I hear you. All right. Okay. So I think we lost uh, connection. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually experimenting with making uh, wooden bitch trays now. So Cool. Yeah. So I, that, that's my new, my new little experiment. Once I get comfortable with those, I'll start sending those out to everybody. So, Verla, I don't know if you know this, but Jason is a game designer of a little game that's sold out, that sold out called <laughs> Captains of the, the Gulf. Gulf. Steven, have you ever heard of Captains of the Gulf? I might have heard of that game, yes. Should I give some news? This is, 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 is BJ talking? Because I don't hear or see him at all. Oh. <laughs> I only see you and me. He can't, he can't hear you, BJ. Right, I just see Steven. I, I only see Steven and hear Steven. Oh, you know what? He's on a, he must be on a phone, which is a little bit different. Play around oh. with your phone until you can see all four of us, if you can. Jason, he needs you to play with your phone until you see all four of us. I don't know what that means. Like, like there, must be a, there must be a setting there or something. Hey, now he, we don't see him no. at all. Yeah, I've got, I've got him in the lobby to see if he can fix that. But he can – Jason, can you hear me? Yes. Can, can you see us all now? I can see you. Okay. And all right. Well, let me give – really much on my screen that I can touch to change uh, anything. Oh, shoot. All right. All right. Let me give him the news. Let me – or he knows the news. But let me give everybody the news. And uh, I don't know if you can bring him back in at all. So, BJ is – Got this out of me too, but so in conjunction with Spielworks, uh, we will be doing Jason's next game in the uh, Cajun trilogy. The Cajun trilogy called called not Crescent City, Gulf, Cargo. Crescent City Cargo, and we're going to be kickstarting that. And at the same time as we kickstart that, we're going to be bringing back for a second edition captains of the gulf so it'll be like it'll be the, the kickstarter will be for, for the second game but we'll also have a pledge level so you can buy into both games too so very excited about this fantastic news so that's captains of the gulf which will be kickstarted in conjunction with crescent city cargo jason's brand new game that is exactly right so yeah, jason cannot exciting. hear me at all jason cannot hear you say this jason oh, can I you can't. hear him all i hear and see are, is you steven <laughs> I'm much prettier. I'm much prettier than than BJ, but not as pretty as Verla. Verla, I think we're just going to let Stephen and Jason take over the show here because they're the Come only on, ones guys. that can talk. No, no, no. Let's get, let's get everybody back in. But you you can't get him in. So how are we going to play just one? I'm going to. Br- I've got. Do I I've got a backup plan. Come back in, maybe. 
Yeah, why don't you try that? Why don't you uh, why don't you log out and then come back in and we'll have you. I also have the name Fathers Log out and log back in. Got yeah. it. All right. Yeah. So, and don't forget, we also have the name Father. He's always ready to go. He's like the the he's like the the Jason's like Wally Pip, and and Steve the name Father is like Lou Gehrig, just waiting on the bench, ready to come in and do three thousand <laughs> games in a row. So let's see if we can get Jason back in and see if that works. All right, Jason, can you hear me now? Now I can see and hear everybody. Yes. Yes. Success. All right. It all went wrong when BJ dropped out. That's so. It's, I don't know what happened. I just know it's his fault. Oh yeah, it's 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 definitely my fault. <laughs> Always. All right. So Berla, Stephen, yes, Jason, we're gonna play just one presented by our friends at Game Toppers LLC. Stephen, make your game nights a showstopper when you play on one of Berkey's Game, game toppers. toppers. Yeah, You're you've back. seen those Game Toppers everywhere, right, Stephen? He's amazing, Berkey. Great I, work. I, I'll give you the quick pitch on the rules. What we're gonna be doing is we're, we're gonna be playing the chat crew. I'm going to have a clue. I'm going to throw that up in the host chat. Uh, Jason, I think we're going to do that on Messenger. Or Actually, he's got a Messenger window with everybody. Not yeah, sure how we're, going to, how we're going to do this with Jason, though. If you're on a phone, Jason, that might be a little tricky. Um, I could, if I type a message now, do you see that? Is that yeah, try, try it out real quick. Yes, yeah. I see it. I see okay, it. Does that show up on the chat, though, for everyone else? It, no. For us? It shows up in host chat. Oh, okay. You can do that. All right. Yeah, I got it. Good. Then we are ready to go. So here's how it works. We've got to come up. I'm going to throw out a word, but it's just going to be to the us four. All right. We yeah. have to think of just one word to give out to the, to the people in the crew. Now we're going to, we're going to do this on the honor system. So don't look at what everybody else is typing. I'll say three, two, one. We all type in at the same time without really looking at it. Okay. And then if any of those clues match up, Unfortunately, they get knocked out, and we don't get to show them to the uh, to the chat crew. But I will give you one hint, chat crew. All of these words have something to do with Stephen Bonacore. Oh. <laughs> of course, of course, Bonacore. All right. So, oh are you ready? God. Any questions about how to play the game? No. Nope. Here's no. the first word. And I'm just. We're gonna do it quick. We're gonna do an easy one to start out. All right. With. So you're gonna give me a second to think of something, right? Oh, and, just and, gonna give you a couple of seconds. And then, I, then I'm gonna type it in there, right? Well, no. And then my, you uh, type it right in the host. Okay, chat. and then you, all right, got it. All right, go ahead. All right, so I'm going to give you the word, then I'll give you a couple of seconds to think about it. Ready? All right. <clears throat> so we've got we've got the word. Uh, don't look at anybody else's. Three, oh. two, one. <laughs> type in the word. I typed it too fast, but you got it. Okay. All right. Oh, so we got some good clues here. All right. So chat crew, here we go. We got four. Uh, yeah, there you go, Nick. Should be a nice Wally Pip reference. We got to throw that in somehow. That's Nick, who's the host of the uh, Ninety Second Nerd. If you haven't checked out his channel, so here's here's the first clue. It has something to do with Bonacore, and the four words are malt, lager, ale, and abita. Hmm, what could that be? What could that be, Chat Crew? All right, so let's see. Steve, Steve, the name father's over there. Steve, you can check the chat out, right? Is that okay? Good. So he's looking at the chat, and he's going to keep track of who's got the winner on there. So. Yeah, Nick got that one. That was pretty easy. So we got to give that one to Nick. That was it's, pretty easy. Well, it's just the opening one. We're starting. They're going to get tougher. All right. And we got lots of answers rolling in. Luke and these Thomas. Are, these are all about me? They all have I'm something a, to do with you. I'm a little uncomfortable with this. But okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. We went, we went back could, to you. This could go off the rails quickly if he knows. Do you remember really that girl well. you dated in fifth grade? <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, yeah. I didn't, we went deep on I this never one. never touched her. All right. All right. <laughs> Here's the next one. Are we ready? Yes. yes. 
All right. Uh, I know what I'm going to write. Hold on. Don't don't write it yet. Don't write it yet. All right. You can start typing, but just don't hit send. All right. Here we go. I've got mine. I've typed, but I have three. Wait, 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 wait. It's not ready yet. Because remember, we have to be different from everybody. I know. I know. I know. I know. You can't use any of the words that are listed that I gave you. So I've got mine. I've got mine. I'm just not. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. You ready? Yep. Three, two, one. Oh, good, good. Oh, nicely done, Berla. I like that. Yeah, nicely done. All right, so here we go. That's that's some pretty good clues there, huh, Stephen? Very good, very good. All right, here we go. The four clues, uh, chat crew, Frodo, Legolas, Ince, and Shire. What could we be talking about there? That one might be easier than I thought. We had a bunch of answers for the first one, but Nick Shipley was the first one to get that beer. And, uh, Stephen, what are you drinking tonight? It is called Highlight from Cigar City Brewing Company in Tampa. Oh, nobody's there. It is Luke got it. Oh, my Luke's got it. Lord of the Rings. That means he must be the winner of the War of the Rings special edition. <laughs> and now Stephen Bonnick. No, 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 no. Sorry. <laughs> Disclaimer: That is a joke. That's comedic purposes only. <laughs> Yes, that would have been funny. Yeah, so Luke jumps in there with Lord of the Rings. A couple of other uh, – The Hobbit was close, but Nick was close in there. But, yeah, I've got to give that one to Luke. All right, so that's yep. good. One of your favorite books, right, Stephen? Absolutely. I'm a huge Tolkien nerd on every level. And uh, not only is War of the Ring my favorite game, but I'm a huge fan of the movies. I've read the books, including the Silmarillion, many times. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I've read I read all the writings of Christopher Tolkien and – I went wow. through everything. Yeah, when I was younger, I went through everything. You are so. deep in that. All right, here's the next one. Are we ready? Again, all things that I know about Bonacore. So maybe the chat crew doesn't, but I know I'm about scared. It. <laughs> all right, here we go. Take a look. Interesting. What are you going to come up with on that one? Throwing you a little curveball there, Stephen. Uh, let me see. Uh, let me see. Oh, I've got I've got mine. And you know what? Sometimes this game is just playing for myself. It has nothing to do with trying to win. Uh, we got um, <laughs> I think Monica was stumped on this one. Berla, you got yours? You comfortable with it? Uh, Jason? I'm, I'm, I'm comfortable when I'm I'm thinking I'm I don't know if it might be too obscure. Uh oh, he's oh. going obscure on us there. Hmm. Well, trying not to get duplicated, so all right. All right. Oh, right, he's got it. Three, two, one. Oh! oh my God. No way. No way. Because I, I even it. changed mine. Oh, my goodness. They all got busted out. Oh, oh. So I don't Jack, even know. I don't even know what yours means, BJ. Jack, I went real. I went so deep that I'm gonna kill all of them. So they're they're all of theirs are knocked out. You have one clue, and the clue is Hyperion. Good I luck. Don't, I don't see how anybody's gonna get that one. I don't know. I don't even know the reference. Oh man. No. Oh well, I can't tell you the reference because they'll no, get yeah. it. So right. You have us. to move on on that one. Oh, Hyperion. Is there anybody in the chat who can get that? Uh, Steve O'Rourke just typed something funny. Yeah, I know. I know. I, look, I'm a Disney nerd. I get it. I get it. Wow. No one else By the way, while we're waiting for the chat crew not to get this, uh, Berla and, uh, and Jason, have you guys read Lord of the Rings? Are you also uh, token fans? Yes, huge fan. 
read the the Hobbit, but haven't read the whole series. I have watched the movies, obviously. But. So Thomas says space. Bill Asik says bring it. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> it's going to be a tough one. All right. So I, I'm guessing no one's going to get this. All right. So so. Disney Publishing is called Hyperion Publishing. That's their book arm. It yeah. comes from the street that they had one of their studios on over there wow. in way back in California. My yep. first one was going to be Marceline, Missouri, but I was like, oh, somebody else is going to pick Marceline, but no, none of you guys picked I Marceline. I thought Goofy was obscure. <laughs> I thought, wow. I, thought, I, I, had, Goofy was I had Mickey I had down. Said, no, I'll go yeah. a little, little off the beaten path. Yeah, and yeah. that's the fun of just one, y'all. All were thinking, okay, they're not going to pick Goofy, and all right. three of you picked Goofy <laughs> we were and knocked us out. Goofy. So, yeah. all right, great. so maybe I'm the only one that had that one. Maybe that was maybe not a good choice. All right, so let's get to that next one. Hopefully, something a little bit easier. Again, chat crew, we're thinking. And oh, by the way, well, you know what? We'll talk about it in just a second. So <laughs> here's here's the clue. Here's the clue. <laughs> What is Bonacur going to do with this one? I'm trying not to. I'm trying to sec. I'm trying to triple guess what he's going to think here. Oh. Jason, Jason's cheating. Oh no, no, I know, no, no. I've I've got it already. So oh, you got it. Okay. Yeah. I've got mine, and I'm hoping I, I can do a double mind twist on Steven so he doesn't pick mine. Here we go. Three, two, one, go. Oh, I knew, you would do it. I knew you would do that. Oh, Steven. I'm I trying to even hit. Don't do it, Stephen. <laughs> Don't pick it. Oh, and he did it anyway. All right. So good news. We have uh, two other ones. So, um, <laughs> Berlo, that would have been funny. That would uh, be great. So, so why did I pick Walt Disney, Stephen? Why did I throw throw that out there? For you're, me? Yeah, you're a Disney Parks guy, right? I've been you're, I've been because I live in Florida now. I've yeah. now have a season pass, and I go a few times a year. But uh, yeah, I was like, I was surprising <laughs> that you went with the. I'm not usually associated with Walt no, Disney. No, I know, but, but uh, you, no, but it been, was, you've been posting a lot of pictures recently oh, from your trips over there. So every time I go, I'm like taking pictures with the mouse. With I take pictures with Goofy. Yeah, All right, know. so here's the next one, chat crew, and boy, you, you've you've only got two clues here. So we got Yahtzee and cartographers. Unfortunately, Stephen and I picked the same one. Uh, uh. Oh, by the way, Verla, uh, Topher is in Oregon. Ooh. Hi, Topher. Another Oregonian. Yay. Is that, is that how you say it, Oregonian? Yep. Oh, okay. And that's somewhere near Vancouver, right? If I remember right. <laughs> Generally. <laughs> hey, 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 Thomas got it. Oh, wow. Thomas picked it up right away. Nicely done. Rolling right. So, uh, Stephen, let the chat crew know what the word was yeah. that I was hinting for you not to do. We, what? We both put Dizzle down because I had said that's my favorite one. And then, uh, oh. oh man! All right, here we go. Here we All go. Right. I got a good one for y'all. Let's see if let's see if we got one. Again, sort of connected to Stephen Bonacore. All right, here we go. So uncomfortable. <clears throat> okay. 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 Yeah. All right. Gosh. He's okay Ooh. with that one. He's okay with that one. But the trick is what clues to give them yeah because mm, i know we're all thinking of some of the same ones right mm. oh i got one and steven oh boy Berla, do not use this one i i'm kind of lost on this one forget this one all right i went with what i'm pretty sure you're gonna you need, go with you need some time Berla. you thinking yeah give me a second 
Mm. Steven's got one, I'm sure. I think I know what you're picking, and I'm staying away from it. I'm staying away from it, Steven. I'm not going there. Hopefully, you're not going there. I keep changing it. I keep I'm typing gi- something. I'm giving, you the, I'm giving you the one, the easy one. Go with that one. Stay away from mine. All right, Verla, you just have to throw something out there. Okay, All right. I'm ready to. Three, two, one. Oh, oh, okay, good. Okay, good. I was thinking you might have gone that way, you know? So, all right, good. So here's the clues, chat crew. We got cookies, 51st, Ignasi, and Imperial. Hmm, all good clues in my opinion. That that should They should pick this up, right? Let's see what we got here. Let's see what we got here. I almost so, selected yours, Jason. Oh, really? That's what I was worried about. Yeah. yeah. I'll tell you what I thought you were going to go as soon as we do this, yeah. Monica. I'll tell you what I thought you were going to go. So, Verla, your favorite role in Wright. He and I have been talking about Dizzle, how much we've loved playing it. What about you? Um, I have not tried that one yet, but that's so clever. My mom recently passed that along, and we've been figuring out how to play it long distance, and that's been super fun. Jason, yeah. rolling right? Steam rollers. Steam rollers. Yeah. That, that, thank you. Yeah, thank you. That, thank you. Yeah, yeah. That's a, yeah. Uh, no, so one's got, got, no one's got it yet. You might want to repeat this again. Twilight Imperium. We got Settlers. All right, here's the clues. We got Cookies, 51st State, uh, 51st, <laughs> sorry, uh, Ignasi, and Imperial. Well, if you put those four things together, hmm, Nick Elkins, hmm, close, close, hmm. May have to call it. Here, here's what I thought you were going to go with, Stephen. I thought you were going to say T, T, and I was trying to stay away from it. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Um, all right. So I don't see anybody getting it. I'm going to have to throw it out there. Um, it is Portal Games. Portal, Portal games. games. Now they are a little bit behind us, so they may have gotten it. But Steve is telling me that no one got that. All right. So let's let's throw another one out here. Let's throw um mm, Yeah, I was sorry. I was gonna type Trevor check if I knew how to spell it. Yeah, yeah, no yeah. One, I, I'm not <laughs> good smart, so it's unspellable. <laughs> we can barely pronounce it, much less uh, I can yeah. say it no. I've heard, I've heard him say it a million times. Ignacio Chevy Chevy check. Check. Chevy All right. Check. Are we ready? Are we ready? And yes. I want to see the reaction when I put this one in. In fact, I'm gonna put it in all caps. Here we go. We're going deep on Bonacore, all the way back to third grade. <laughs> So where do we go with this, though? Where, Good question. Where do we go? <laughs> I know where Bonacore is going, so I'm staying away from those. Um, uh, uh, oh, I've got it. I got. Oh, is Johnny Pack watching? Oh, if Johnny Pack watches, he's going to enjoy this one. I've got it. <laughs> Sometimes we play just for ourselves, Verla. We don't care about winning. <laughs> we play this game just for ourselves. Yep. I'm ready. That, that's All right, play. three, two. One. Yes, Bonacore. That's where I was going to. Oh, good. DJ, good. I'm surprised. You oh, nice. I, I was going to type that. What? Oh, we would have we canceled. Yes, because. Well, I've got yeah, don't say. About that. Yeah, we'll I'm talk about right in a second. Okay, right, here are your clues, chat crew. I don't know if the chat crew will get it because Jason and I are going deep on these. We got Vasco da Gama, Arch Nemesis. I can hear Eric Summers' voice on that one. Tall <laughs> and Vess. These are four really good clues. Four really good clues. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they don't pick this up right away. Uh, Duga says, it's the Dingster. <laughs> Dingers, <laughs> Thingers, by the way, Bonacore. That's what those uh, wooden things are called, where you put the cards on them. 
stingers, stingers. No, no, th- fingers. Fingers. Okay. Yeah, because I called them card stands the first time I gave a set away, and people on Twitter okay. griped and said they're card holders. So I called them card holders the next set I gave away, and people griped and said they're card racks. So I said they're thinger, they're thingies. You can't say that's wrong. It's made up. And someone else renamed them Dingers Stingers, and it stuck. So Dingers, there things. you go. Yeah, I got so, so I did one. Yeah, I didn't hear what. Tom, what did you say? Thomas Grieve, he got yeah, it. Thomas got it. He's got Basil. All right, here we go. Ready for the next one? Tom Basil yeah, is right. definitely it. And uh, and uh, Jason, you were thinking of going somewhere with Tom Basil on well, Basil no, da Gama. Basil da Gama. I've just that was that was the one where I was like. I, I got to go watch something else because that really broke my heart. That was like, I love that game, man. He just threw it off the roof. Johnny Pack loves it. He hated it at first, but he said he loves it now. We talked about it on the show a couple of weeks ago. All right, here we go. Here's the next one. Ready? Again. All right. Vaguely related to Bonacore. Let's see what we got here. <laughs> but what do you put for it, yeah, Bonacore? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got Jason, Ferla, yeah. what do you I, put? Oh, you got yours I, already? I got it already. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Ah. Uh. And it's not what you're thinking, so. Uh, 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 uh. Mm. Uh, uh, uh. I think I have the right word. Let me see. Let me see if it's right. Three, two, one. I did it because nobody else was going to. Yeah, you did. You did. All right. So, so we, we, we. Again, I'm playing just for myself here. I'm just. I'm just. <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> You should know what that reference is. I do. It's ridiculous. <laughs> that one's just for Dave Duga. All right. Here we go. Four clues. Turmoil. Nicely done. Rover. Terraforming. And dog. <laughs> yeah. I made it easy. Come on. I made it easy. Hello, Kelly Jean. Jump in with us, Kelly Jean. We want you to guess. The clues are... Dog, terraforming, rover, and turmoil. Boy, it's hard to say terraforming without adding other Something words. Something else. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, Luke got it right away. It's it's Mars. Nicely done, Luke. That was a pretty easy. Dog, come on. It's the first thing I think about when I think of terraforming Mars. I think of that dog. I think of that dog. Dog on the card. Dog on the card. All right. Here we go. Are we ready? I want to throw a tough one at you guys. Are you ready for a tough one? Here we go. Yeah. All right, we got a tough one. This one, I was trying to think of a clue pre, and I couldn't even come up with one. So this is going to be tough. Here we go. You got one? What do we do? I mean, there's an obvious one, but I'm not going there. Um, I don't know. I I don't know. Um, I have a few of them. I can't decide. What are we thinking? Jason, you you thinking of oh Jason's got it already I think well I think I got it but hold on I'm uh I'm double checking to make <laughs> sure I'm not putting the wrong thing there mm. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. all right yeah I'm I good putting? all right I'm good all right uh, I've got mine me too not- oh <laughs> I could play just for myself right okay here we go. Okay, ready? Three, yeah. two, one. <laughs> I had yours, Jason, and I changed it the last second. I'm assuming you didn't have mine. Okay. I don't know what the heck yours is. <laughs> okay. It's so I don't know what you, I don't so know what the hell you're doing. 
PJ. Entertaining himself. He's entertaining himself. That's the exactly what he's doing. The for a I'm starting to worry that BJ might be suffering from like some sleep deprivation and getting a little delirious. I stayed up too late playing games last night. Uh, all right. So, um, moon trimmers, Frisco, and some idiot put Andy. Andy. All right. So Andy, Frisco, trimmers, and moon. You're probably better off ignoring one of those clues and focus on the other three. Let's see. Let's see what we got here. <clears throat> so host host um uh, uh oh any any so there was a question from nick elkins wanted to know you hinted about terraforming mars legacy and you talked about storage on board games insider one time talking about it with ignasi anything you want to mention here on the show anything scoop scoop no. scoop scoop no scoop. <laughs> Okay. I tried, Chad Crew. I tried. I tried. You got me in trouble last time. You got me in so much trouble with the Fritz brothers. <laughs> so much trouble. So, no, I'm not telling you. The name father says it's become a, a one versus mini game. I'm actually the sideline. Okay, you so are. Thomas Thomas says earthquake. Close, but not it. Uh, Carlos says this is how I play the crew. <laughs> It is true. I do play the crew. All right. Uh, Earthquake is not it. Uh, I don't think. Oh, that's a uh, Nick. Nick. Nick was just making sure I got that question to you about about the, the legacy. But no. Uh, so it wasn't my fault, Bonacore. That was Nick pushing on me. All so right. I don't see anybody getting it. And uh, maybe Bonacore, I'll let you announce what this one is. It is. He's talking about the game Aftershock, which is subtitled San Francisco and Venice by Alan Moon designer of Ticket to Ride, and his co-designer, Bobby West. We had Kickstarter last year, just released in January. Um, area control game with a closed economy that is really spectacular. You have to constantly buy the project cards so that you can then get those projects to then rebuild San Francisco with area control and bridges and some. So it has a very much of the legacy of, uh, of what you what you know about Alan's Ticket to Ride game, the connections between the de- various places, uh, but with very different mechanics in auctioning uh, and buying of the various um, of the various pieces that you have to use to rebuild. And how do they measure earthquakes? What scale do they use? The Richter oh, scale. That- <laughs> Andy Richter scale. Oh wow! That is so bad. That is not even like. What? Can we oh. kick him off his own show? I, I, <laughs> I vote. I vote. I vote him off the island. <laughs> wow. Oh, I just. Oh, okay. Okay. Right. Let's get back in. Oh, let's get control of the show. Here, hold on. Hold on. Here we go. I didn't All right. Day thirty. Day thirty-one, people. Day thirty-one. <laughs> See that right there? All right. So here's the last one. We got to break the tie. Luke's got right. two. Thomas has two. Uh, no one got – actually, no one is winning. No one has three. So uh, whoever no one is, is winning. Here's the last one. We're going to try to break the tie. Okay. Are we ready? Are we ready, guys? Last yes. one. Making it easy. Making it easy. You should know mine. I hope I don't pick yours. Um, <clears throat> mm-mm-mm. So hard. Mm-hmm. You know me well this enough, is, you should know mine. Ah, this is too hard. Jason, you and I probably have the same one. We'll see. Burley, you got one? Go with this. Yes. See what, what happens. I don't know. Monica, you got it? I think so. 
We'll Probably. see. All right. Three, two, one. Nice. All right. We got all four of them. Yeah. Yeah. I should have known that, Jason. I should know. That's a good this one. Is good. That's exactly right. All right. Four. All right. So, um, and, and of course, keeping the tradition up, that's, that's a, uh, that's a, a tradition on the show. The clue that you picked. Very nice. Very nicely done. So, it is. <laughs> yeah. Three guests in a row have used that one as when I use this one. So here we go. <laughs> Ready? We've got the four clues are Rue, BJ, live or live, live, and seafood. Seafood. I'll let you guess who has the seafood one. If somebody in the chat crew can guess, I'll give them a bonus point. Who has the seafood one? All right, so let's see who's got it. Uh, Dave Dugas says, vote him off the gumbo island. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, mm, who got it? Close. Who do we give it to? Topher or Nick? I think you got to give it to Nick. Yeah, I think Nick's got it. He's got the gumbo. Yeah. It wasn't gumbo. born game gumbo. It was just gumbo because it's got the And that's the just one game. With Trader version, I think, with the Cylon version here on Gumbo Live. <laughs> with the Cylon embedded. <clears throat> yeah, so, Verlo, thanks for coming on. And, uh, Jason, yeah, the big announcement from Bonacore tonight. How do you feel well, about I, that, man? I missed I missed a bit of it because of the video and the audio cutting out. I know he did announce the, the Kickstarter with the reprint. I didn't hear any other details as far as a win or anything, if that's – if that's set. I haven't heard any of that, so I don't know if you mentioned that. I just mentioned that we're going to be doing the Kickstarter okay. of, the, of the new game with also rebooting the uh, Captains of the Gulf City, as well. Crest City Cargo. Right. Crest City Cargo and Captains of the Gulf coming uh, in August to Kickstarter. Oh, okay. okay. Coming August. in August to Kickstarter. That's what I, that's what I, and it'll be part that. of the Cajun Trilogy, right? Cajun Trilogy, which must mean we're going to do the other one probably next year. Uh-huh. We had a we had a great playtest of Acadians today, and I just finished the Vassal module, so I can start playtesting it online starting tomorrow. And Not the Tom Vassal model, the Vassal. Uh, yeah, you no. know what it is. Uli loves yeah. that Vassal. And model. and Acadians is um, it's my magnum opus. It takes everything I was working on the other two and, and puts them together in a nice gumbo, you might say. A nice and, gumbo. Uh, yeah, little rule. Simmers them on down. Yes, and I'm I'm really happy with where Acadians is is right now and where it's headed. We have a special guest. Aww. That's per- that is Sir Percival, Knight of the Stronghold, Guardian Hello. of the Game Wall. There Hello, he is. Percival. Percy. Percy. So His friends call him Percy. There he is. Very friendly cat. Hello, Percy. He's put- he should be in bed by now. But- yes, yes, yes. <laughs> he started crying, and he saw, he's like, why aren't you in bed, Daddy? <laughs> it's way past my bedtime, I want you to know. Way past. Well, all right, board gamers, that's it for another episode of Gumbo Live. I do want to thank Stephen Bonacore and Verla and Jason for coming on. Hey, Stephen, how can people reach you if they want to talk to you about the upcoming uh, Kickstarters that you're doing or any of the games that are coming up or convention news? How can they reach out to you? Well, thank you for throwing that over to me. You can catch us at strongholdgames.com. Go there, sign up for the newsletter, keep in touch with uh, the company and what we're doing. On Twitter and Instagram, it's at strongholdgames. Specifically on Twitter, I'm very interactive. I answer all the questions right there on Twitter. Uh, we have a YouTube channel, at Strong, uh, also Stronghold Games. And, of course, Board Games Insider with my co-host, Ignacy Chevicek. We talk about the news of the industry, and we do that uh, every week for about 40 minutes. Don't take up too much of your time and let you go and uh, continue your gaming. So thank you so much for having me, BJ. Really appreciate it. Verla, thank you for joining. Yeah. Jason, too. This has, been, this has been great. I really appreciate it. Awesome. How about you, Verla? How can they reach out to you? 
Um, on BGG board game ambassador on Instagram, the board game ambassador. And Jason, uh, on Twitter, it's Jason Dinger, but there's no E on my last name on there. Cause that was taken on BGG D Jason and uh, Facebook. I've got a Facebook page for cabins of the golf, but that's where I post about all my designs cause they won't let me change the name. And that's uh, Facebook slash C O T G F because COTG was taken. So I had to put an F for Facebook on the end. So there you go. Well, as Steven said, watch out for some ridiculously great Kickstarters coming out from Stronghold Games, Tribune, and maybe some other things that we talked about tonight with Captains of the Gulf and the Crescent City Cargo. Make sure to like our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Gumbo, and our YouTube channel. It helps us get the word out about all of our upcoming guests and shows. Next week is episode 100. No real uh, guests, just me and, Steve and t- me and Steve talking about everything that's happened. It's the Gumbo Extravaganza. I'm BJ from Board Game Gumbo, and until next time, Steven, Berla, and Jason, laissez le bon temps rouler. Laissez le bon temps rouler. What he said, what they said. Yeah. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Gumbo Live is produced by BJ Rosa and the name father, Steve O'Rourke, with editing by Sean Jones. You can find more Board Game Gumbo content by checking out our YouTube channel, Facebook page, and Twitter feed at Board Game Gumbo, or visit the Board Game Gumbo blog at BoardGameGumbo.com. Board Game Gumbo is a proud member of Punchboard Media, where you can find new audio podcasts, written reviews, videos, how-to-plays, and more at punchboardmedia.com. Punchboard Media, where we all bring something to the table. Until next time, les le bon temps roulés.